Hey, welcome everybody. We're going to start the show live in one minute. Hold on. The Art of Relationships radio show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Tosinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Welcome to the Art of Relationships radio show. Greg welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with numerous marital and relationship problems. There will be no more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Detroit's love guru. <laughs> Hey, welcome everybody. It's Greg, Detroit's Love Guru here, live. Uh, happy hump night after uh, Halloween uh, last night. Talk about Halloween. This might be a little late. Maybe I should have did it last Wednesday night, but going to talk about this. How many people went to adult Halloween parties, okay? You know, you're bobbing for apples, or maybe that's what you call it. Um, maybe you have these risque, sort of, let's be honest with you, slutty, Costumes, okay, the slutty nurse that you are maybe the wicked witch, the devil, and even maybe your your man, right, dressed up as maybe a stud puppet that you want him to be, a superhero, movie star, uh, whatever, okay? And how many people, why is it so maybe permissive, if you will, that you play these roles in being, you know, sort of seductive, the, you know, naughty seductress and all that stuff. What gives you permission? But do you play that role in your everyday life? Maybe not every day, okay? Not 24-7. But do you do that once in a while? Or is it just Halloween where you play that role, the seductress role? Do you wear those, you know, sort of tight-fitting, form-fitting, you know what, hooter-showing outfits and you show your booty off more like Halloween and all this stuff? Or do you, you know what, portray this? Do you wear those nighty? Do you play the role of the character throughout the year that you want to be for Halloween? And what sort of, you know what, sort of makes you more subdued during the year than you would be for Halloween? Because society gives you permission to dress a certain way or act a certain way because it's Halloween. How do you incorporate that to jazz up your relationship and your love life? And we're also going to be talking about, you know what? We're going to be talking about your talents. You got it, your sexual talents. And it might not be a little bit, you know what, what you think, but I'm going to start talking about where did you learn those talents from? And is there a lot of maybe misinformation up there about maybe your oral pleasures, your you know sexual prowess as far as talents, and what defines sex or making love for you? So we're going to talk about, going to have a little bit of fun going on, and as always, give me a call, 313-614-9498, and join the discussion below, people, okay? Um, oh, crap. You know what? Hold on one second. <laughs> Here we go. I, I, I almost I forgot to grab this. And share this live video, okay, for a chance to... Uh, you know, win a copy. I'm giving away three more copies of my book, The Relationship Guide Tools to Ignite Love and Intimacy. Um, so you get a chance to share this video, share the post below this for a chance to win. I pay for shipping, everything. 
uh, people been winning them left and right uh, every week when I do the live show. So, you know, give that away. Check out my website, theartofrelationships.org. And now we're going to kick off the show. We got people already joining in discussion. Sophia, Cheyenne, hey, what's going on? Uh, talking about, I like wearing costumes throughout the year, not as extravagant as Halloween, but I do role play. Now, Sophia, that is freaking hot, okay? Now, why do you say not as extravagant? Now, I want to know what you mean by extravagant. Are you talking the cost factors? Are you cost, Why can't you wear the Halloween costumes a couple times throughout the wear if you're being a little more... You know what? I think I did see your uh, Halloween costume earlier uh, on your feet or whatever. <laughs> Sophia's mentioned from last week, hey, Greg, no almonds before the show. You're, good memory, as I was <coughs> choking on my nuts. But you look at the elements to wear no almonds this week, so hopefully I'll be okay. Um, hopefully the allergies calm down a little bit and we'll be all good to go, okay? So, hey, Grace, what's up? Cheyenne, we got more people. Tammy Lynn, what's happening? Everybody's uh, chopping in. So, you know, why? what is your definition, Sophia, of the extravagant, not as extravagant in role play through Halloween? Why don't you allow yourself to sort of take on that role throughout the year and be that, you know, maybe temp temptress, that seductress, or... You know what? This ain't just for ladies. I know ladies want to see your men, you know, maybe role play a little bit. Maybe you want them to be the superhero. Maybe you want him to be Thor and nail you with his hammer, sort of speak. That was sort of, was that tacky? Maybe not, not at all. Or, you know, want him to be the archer and shoot you with his arrow right in your freaking bullseye, ladies. What would it take, you know, to maybe dress up throughout the year and maybe act the role once in a while with you know role playing not only that but it's sort of ironic how a lot of women maybe even a lot of men when you dress up for Halloween you sort of fit that role you fit that part meaning you tend to have more confidence you're not worried about body image you're not worried you know who's gonna think what because it's sort of ironic you know a Halloween everybody gives you permission right why do you need permission throughout the year to sort of role play or to act that part um, not just Halloween and try to jazz up your sex life your love life and you know not a, as everybody knows it's not only that it's about you know dressing up or you know jazzing up your relationship that's what it's all about it's not just the sex it's about the fun the playfulness and the emotional connection that you sort of intertwine all together and have that awesome relationship or you know sort of evolve that aspect so ask yourself why is it that you know what I'm more subdued I asked Sophia mentioned I'm not you know maybe not as extravagant with the costume whatever maybe teddies whatever you want to wear you know or maybe wear nothing <laughs> you know to be able to be more confident in yourself like you are with Halloween that's the you know dynamics about it and that's what I'm trying to relay and trying to get you to help with the confidence level uh, to be more confident in yourself to be more you know be give yourself permission if you will and both of you and your partner permission to be more confident more playfulness in the bedroom outside the bedroom whatever you want maybe the kitchen countertops maybe on the living room floor wherever you want to play that role to sort of own that and say you know what I don't need just Halloween to give me permission society wise or whatever to play that role I'm gonna sort of dress it up throughout the 
you know, throughout the year. Not that it has to be every day or even every week, people. Just maybe once in, once in a while here and there. And, you know, is it the body issue or maybe is it, you know, because society gives you that permission that you are able to, you know, own that role like with Halloween, but why do you need society's permission to sort of act away in your own private life in your own relationship, okay? Are you afraid that maybe your partner won't like it? Is that where the insecurities come from that you're wondering that your partner is going to think you're weird, you're whatever? But what if your partner thinks you're hot and sexy, you know, acting a certain way or dressing a certain way on Halloween? Why would they think it's weird or whatever different times of the year, right? If they loved it then, why wouldn't they love it once in a while throughout the year outside of Halloween? So I want you to sort of take a look and sort of examine that and what is holding you back from those situations to sort of put Halloween throughout the year and dressing and role-playing that type of aspect and having that confidence out there okay and we are going to you know sort of meander through that that's a little you know sort of short epithet if you will to kick off the show again you can let me know uh, give me a call I want to hear your topics and it doesn't have to be um, on the show topic of this evening okay it can be on any questions you have about your relationship uh, sexual health, sexual awareness, you know, getting over an affair, whatever those dynamics or questions you have, that's what I'm here for. That's what the Art of Relationships radio show is all about. And one more time, again, you can get a chance to win a copy of my book. I'm giving away three more copies, and I'll announce the winners tomorrow morning on Facebook here. The Relationship Guide, Tools to Ignite Love and intimacy it is also available in paperback that I'm showing you now and ebook on amazon.com and also barnesandnobles.com okay now oh now we're getting interesting okay hey Nikkei welcome um I have wanted to be more outrageous I'm venturing out I used to incorporate my dance wear in the bedroom which had some costumes in it you know what Best special lady in my life. I would love her to, you know what, sort of incorporate some dance costumes too. And you know what, maybe that would be sort of cool. Maybe, is that a hint? That's not a hint. That's being blunt. No questions about that. So more outrageous and incorporating my dance wear. I want to know what your dance wear is, Sophia. If you want to share a picture to everybody, no, I'm teasing. Do you look at all these aspects? And that's cool. What is holding you back? And I know a lot of people, it could be from, you know, how we're raised. Maybe you're raised very religious and, you know what, good girls don't dress a certain way. You know, we have these stigmas that hold us back and the stigmas that sort of, you know, maybe subdue us a little bit. We don't allow ourselves or give ourselves permission and the authority to own our own sexuality, our own confidence level, our own, you know what, how we want to be sexually and maybe within our relationship because of these stigmas. You know what, you own yourself, you and your partner own your relationship. It shouldn't be anybody else's business. Now, I'm not talking, you know, abusive. As long as it's consenting, you both are enjoying yourself, so be it, right? It shouldn't be dictated by how you were raised it shouldn't be dictated by society religious aspects okay 
um, it should be dictated by U2 and U2 only, okay? So it'd be interesting, you know, can you incorporate, do you dance? Speaking of dance, Sophia brought it up. Do you dance for your partner? Do you dance? Do you, what about doing a strip tease? Well, how many ladies out there like going to, you know what, the male reviews, right? The male strip clubs. And would you want your man to do a strip tease for you? Or would you ladies just start laughing your asses off and thinking it's just silly, crazy, anything else? Um, I'd love to hear some comments about that. Oh, Pamela. Oh, you got the book. Thank you. Um, thank you so much for the book. I hope you like it. Give me some feedback, okay? I love hearing feedback. Good things, bad things, you know, about the book you like, whatever. And if you did not start reading it yet, you're going to know there is adult content and adult language in there. Um, so, you know what? It's just the way I am. I'm very real, very down to earth. Okay. Cheyenne, you mentioned... Um, yeah, when I find a man who has an open mind and willing to not be so vanilla, I'll take a Thor any day. Hilarious. So he can hammer you with uh, with his uh, hammer, right? Um, role playing is awesome. Fun. Adds a little spice. Absolutely. And a lot of people, um, not that you have to role play. Some people are not into role playing. I'm not saying you have to. You know, some people just are not into role playing. Am I into role-playing a lot? Yeah, maybe I'm, Cheyenne, what you might call, maybe I'm vanilla, okay? Um, it, it's the comfort factor, and it's about, you know, exploring with each other. Maybe you talk about it. Do want people, are they uncomfortable talking about role-playing, or do you just start doing it and see what, how your partner reacts, or is it something that you should talk about before, hey, you know what, would this be fun? Would you like this? Would you want that? Everybody is different, like, People know me, listen to me for a couple of years doing the show. You know, it's not a one-size-fits-all. It's what works for you, what works for your loved one, okay, and the comfort level that you both have. Now, what happens if you are more, you know what, like Cheyenne doesn't want a man to be vanilla, and maybe she might be a freak in the sheets type of thing or in the bathroom or, be in the bathroom or bedroom, doesn't matter, or... You know, and her man is maybe more, like she said, vanilla, maybe more subdued, maybe more um, conservative. Is that going to create a clash between you guys? And what happens? Is that going to ruin a relationship? But chances are, hopefully you find that out before you get too much uh, in-depth in a relationship, right? Where you look at, you know what, I can handle this, I can tolerate it. Or you're just lying to yourself and thinking, you know what? It's, you know what, this just isn't going to work. Or you think, you know what, a year goes by, two years, five years go by, and then you're thinking, you know what, I thought I would like it, but now I realize I can't. You know what, now what do you do? Not easy. Not an easy situation at all. So you try to be preemptive, and you try to be, you know, sort of intuitive and insightful as far as what you want in a partner as far as, you know, even the role playing and you know are you both adventurous or maybe you both are conservative but when they're extreme odds when you're talking sexual aspects and you know fantasy role playing all this aspect it can create a huge disconnect in a relationship and you can be left feeling maybe unappreciated maybe unsatisfied too maybe more that way aspect right and you feel like you're being a watered down version of yourself or maybe one person that is more conservative, you know, with the Halloween costumes and all this stuff, being more conservative, maybe they're going to think that they're too 
their partner is too slutty or too nasty or too provocative. And that goes for male or female. It's not gender-oriented, okay? It works for both individuals, okay? See if there's any more uh, comments and... Oh, Sheila, welcome. Uh, Sabrina, welcome. Um, oh, I love your... V Sheila, thank you so much. I appreciate the comments um, on the videos and everything else. I'm, I'm very flattered. I appreciate that. Um, I do the shows. I do the videos. You know, it's all about trying to help people and helping them have the relationship they've always craved and get more connected emotionally, soulfully, and of course, yeah, baby, sexually, as far as, you know, what, what works for you and you become more comfortable within your own skin and being able to talk about anything in your relationship that there's no taboo topics, that you can be that close and that connected that you're not worried about pissing each other off, hurting each other's feelings, that is not your intention, okay? Your intention is to grow and to evolve and have the best possible relationship that you could have and growing towards that. And hopefully you're with somebody or find somebody, if you're single out there, that is willing to do the same thing with you, okay? So it's uh, that's why I do this. That's why, you know what? My passion is helping people, plain and simple. So we look at... Um, the fantasy, the role play, and all those aspects. Maybe we're going to trigger it and go into um, talents. And what I mean by talents, as I did at the beginning of the show, is what about your sexual talents, people? I want to know, where did you learn them, okay? It's sort of ironic when you talk about women, they can maybe learn, you know, foreplay on a banana, <laughs> And you look at, you know, sort of a banana or, you know, that type of thing. Well, you know, a hot dog, you know, women type. But you don't know the real aspect or what works for a particular man, particular woman. It's sort of ironic. And you look at how does one learn, where did you learn foreplay? And we all know how crucial foreplay is to women. I shouldn't say all women, most women. I love foreplay too. I, You know what? I want to be played with too. But you look at the dynamic to where, you know what? Where do you learn it from? Did you learn it? Did your parents teach you? You need to touch. You need, you know, like me, there ain't no way in hell your parents are going to teach you that, right? Um, it might, they also, it might creep you out if they did. You know, how many people would want to learn from their parents? You know what? This is foreplay. This is how to do it. But, um, you know, do you learn how many people walked in? to their, um, you know, their parents, not to put nightmares or traumatize anybody. How many people walked into their parents making love, having sex in the middle of the night or whatever by accident as you were a kid and all of a sudden you're having, oh no, I'm going to be ruined my whole life, that type of aspect. And you start being curious. And how many, you, you know, boys start maybe being curious when they, you know, puberty, when they start getting a hard on, let's face it. You know, little girls might start touching themselves. It might feel good. But you look at what is the definition of sex? Is it just putting it in and, um, you know, going back and forth, rocking back and forth, or in and out, in and out? You know, where did you learn your talents, right? Do you experiment? Do you, Let's face it. Is it, you know what, you learn your talents through experience? Most of us probably have done that. And you know what? Different talents work for different people, right? 
Okay, now we're going to look at, uh, okay, another one. I'm not in a relationship, but I feel your videos will help me to stop choosing the wrong men. You are my muse. Oh, uh, thank you. I'm very flattered. <laughs> thank you so much. And I want to, I, I want people to be in healthy relationships. You know, I don't want people to be in messed up, toxic, abusive relationship or people that, you know, are with chronic cheaters. And yeah, I look at, you know, what is causing you to be drawn to certain people, people that are abusive, people that are, you know, control freaks, people that maybe don't value you as an individual. I look at, you know, are there patterns in place? Is it because of self-esteem issues? Is it because of confidence? Being traumatized, you know, as a kid or whatever that goes on. I look at, I want you to look at what am I drawn to and what is the hook? You know, we all talk about you know, some women love the bad boy aspect, right? But you know what? And they're in that and they get abused. They get controlled. They get cheated on left and right, but they keep staying in that relationship or they get out of that and they find someone else exactly the same abusive, cheating, chronic aspect. And you you start looking at, now, is it, you know, why are you drawn to these men? And this goes for men too, you know? Men ended up with chronic cheaters, maybe women that are bitchy, that are controlling, that are maybe toxic, belittling, degrading. They're out there in both genders, people. It's not just men. So you look at those dynamics and what is constantly putting you in those situations. Yeah, I'm going to point out to you and look at, as far as the responsibility aspect, what is it about you that is drawing these certain men or women to you that are toxic for you, okay? And you know what? Maybe you can talk to somebody and get some help. So I appreciate your comments and being your muse. I appreciate that. Thank you. Sophia, I love strip clubs. Love strip clubs. Oh, my God, you put it in all caps. I enjoy seeing the guy I am with at the moment. At the moment. <laughs> at the minute, at the second, at the hour. I don't know. Enjoy himself with another woman in a fantasy setting. I know where his heart is. I also recently enjoyed experiencing different toys, rope play, nipple clamps, wax, etc. Hold on, I need a cold shower right now. Um, so you are into Japanese role play? Maybe, you know, I'm not into that aspect, whatever. Some people are into that. Um, you know, it's sort of a, I don't, a bondage type aspect too. Where Japanese role play, I, maybe I need to do a show on that. That's not my thing and all that aspect. But how many people are into, you know, how many women love nipple clamps, love, you know, the old school years, you know, wooden clothespins instead of plastic ones because they're softer and they won't cut you. Um, you might get slivers, but anyways, you look at these aspects. You know what, Sophie, I give you a lot of props and a lot of credit. And there are a lot of women that love going to strip clubs with their man. You know, watching him get all hot and bothered and then going home and taking that out in a fantasy role play. And there's nothing wrong with that as long as boundaries are kept. And you know what? It doesn't, you know, ruin or it's not toxic with the relationship. I'm not into strip clubs. That's not my thing. But you know what? If you're okay with it, who am I to say that that is wrong? Who am I to say that that is, you know what? A bad thing. No. If it helps with your relationship, you both are okay and you know, sort of electrifies your relationship, fantastic. My question is, why do you need that? Just something to think about. Why would you need that? Is it because the connection between you two emotionally 
is being disconnected and you're not on that level emotionally that you need outside sources to sort of rev it up a little bit. Just saying, just throwing it out there. And people know I work with swingers, I work with polyamorous, I work with bisexual couples, lesbian, gay, all over the gamut. So, you know what, I respect everybody's belief in all this stuff and it's about, you know, what works for you and how I can help you in your relationship and have an incredible, incredible relationship, okay? Um, hey, Missy, welcome. <clears throat> now, uh, Cheyenne, um, you mentioned I've learned from reading, watching movies, videos, exploration, experimenting. Learn what I really like. My mom <laughs> wouldn't approve. <laughs> Freaking hilarious. Yeah, um, yeah, how many people moms wouldn't approve, right? Um, or dads. Oh, my God, I can't think of my uh, daughter, you know, being sexual at all. So it's sort of ironic. And no, like I said earlier in the video, mom and dad does not have to approve. Not at all, okay? <laughs> so you look at those elements. Sabrina, please help. Yes. Um, people getting all worked up. But I want to look at, real quick, I'm going to take a little break and come back. And where did, I want you to share, you know, where did you learn your sexual talents, maybe being oral. And I'm all, as people know, I'm all about evolving, becoming the best lover your partner could ever have. And are you helping your partner learn to be the best you've ever had? And also, are you willing to be the best your partner ever had and, you know, sort of evolve and grow? And do you talk about what do you like, what you don't like? And maybe there's something you want to try, but you're a little apprehensive about it. And let's face it, the first time we try something, we usually suck at it. And I'm not talking sucking in a good way. I'm talking we're usually not that good at it. And we look at those elements to where, you know what, where do we learn it from? Do we learn it from books, as people mentioned below, Cheyenne mentioned, you know, videos. And I'm going to talk about a lot of myths as far as videos and people watching porn. Pornos are for entertainment, if you're into that. They're not for educational purposes. Pornos, you know what, they're scripted, they're edited. You know what, a lot of things are for, let's face it, the entertainment aspect. But it's not real. It might not be, you know, again, what's your view of sex? You might get some ideas about trying different positions, trying different things. But the reality is, you know what, most women are not freaking gymnasts. They're not contortionists. They're not, you know, and most men aren't going to last for freaking three hours without blowing their nut. Because, you know what, let's face it, they're edited. They, they might be on coke and other drugs, these aspects. So it's not real, real life. And it doesn't um, justify the reality of sex and the emotional connection. And the reality, even the physical aspects, okay? So we're going to talk about this, where you learned your talents from. How do you incorporate or increase your talents? We're going to talk about these aspects in a couple minutes. Don't go anywhere. We are still live. I'm going to play a little tune for you. It is Who's Your Daddy? What perfect song to talk about sex, people. Rev Right Time, Who's Your Daddy? And I'll be back shortly.
Sorry, people, I'm right here. Hold on. <laughs> A little delay. Lost track of time with uh, the phone. Let me close this out. I'm back here live. This is the Art of Relationships radio show, and I'm your host, Greg Dzinski, licensed, yep, fully licensed professional counselor in Metro Detroit, Detroit's love guru. Welcome back to the Art of Relationships radio show, where we are live, people. And hopefully everybody's doing okay. And talking about, you know, where you learn your talents. Yeah, we're talking about your sexual talents. What about, uh, <laughs> Sheila mentioned, um, oh, I prefer the song Beast of Burden, but it's cool. <laughs> Live and let, let. You know what, Sheila, I might have to, I got to get um, permission and rights to play, you know, Beast of Burden. That is a hot song, but I need uh, copyright. You know, I got to get a license, and I'm not going to, Let's face it, I'm not going to spend the money to get get licensed to play a lot of other people's song. Um, not at this time. Hopefully people, hint, hint, buy my book. Make me rich, okay? <laughs> but, um, no, again, share the live video of the show uh, for a chance to win the Relationship Guide, Tools to Ignite Love and Intimacy. I'm giving away another three copies, people. Here's the book right here. Again, you can purchase this on Amazon or BarnesandNoble.com. It's in paperback or ebook format, okay, people? And we're talking about, um, 
Now, where did you learn your talents from? And it's sort of ironic, you know, maybe you learned them by trial and error. You learned them by, you know, like I said, people watch movies, looking at magazines, being this, reading this stuff. But you, you know, you learn this stuff. You can read it and try it, but you don't really know, let's face it, until you try it, until you learn. It's one of those things, you know, you, you know, experience is best, right, people? And where do you look at that aspect? Even you think back when you were younger, when you were a virgin, and l let's face it, a lot of you listening to the show when you were a virgin, crap, they probably didn't even have TVs back then. It was so long ago. <laughs> was it? Um, did you look at, you know, where did you, you know, were you scared? Were you nervous? And we all know a lot of first sexual experiences are not enjoyable for either gender, okay? Um, maybe the guys, you know, whatever. But because the guy gets off, doesn't mean he's pleased, whatever. But you look at because you go in and out, doesn't necessarily mean oh you're having sex. You know, sex involves, like I said, foreplay. It involves the emotional connection. It involves maybe staring at each other in the eyes. All those aspects. But yeah, we're gonna get into talents. What about where'd you learn your oral talents? And where do men learn their oral talents? There's, you know, books, you know, um, She Comes First. And I recommend this, you know, She Comes First by Ian, oh crap, I can't remember his last name. And he also wrote a book, you know, He Comes Next, talking about women. And as far as increasing their talent with oral, you know, oral pleasure for the man. So She Comes First. He comes next. Are there two separate books? And I've done shows on orally pleasing a man, orally pleasing a woman. And you look at every woman is different, every man is different. So it, it is. It could be trial and error, right? But you look at what works, what doesn't work, and having being able to be emotionally mature enough and confident enough to be able to talk about what works best, you know, for you. And you know what? What happens if you think you are all that? You're all that at giving oral. You're all that sexy man. I rock the world. You know, I rock my man's world. I rock my woman's world. You know what? And in private, they're talking to their friends like, you know what? Man, he is terrible and bad, man. He's lame or she's lame. She just lays there. You know what? Do you, are you able to hear the truth and building your talent, your repertoire, and becoming a better lover with you. Like I said, we learn, where do we learn sex from? You know what? Maybe it is watching pornos, reading magazines, looking at pictures. But let's face it, there's a lot of myth, and the porn is not reality, people, okay? You might pick up some ideas, you might get excited watching it. There's a lot of women that like watching porn too. It's not just for men. You know, they get turned on, they try different things, which is great. But the re reality of it is, you know what? It, it might not be real. It might not be um, the human element involved with the porno aspects. Like I said, they edit versions. They make guys go longer. They might be all coked out. Yeah, cocaine. Or using other drugs, okay? Um, those type of aspects. And a lot of men, you know, growing up, maybe watching porn, whatever, think all oh, women like, oh, yeah, if I do this, if I do that, every woman loves it. That's what they want. So there's a lot of myths that go in there, and it could, what you think might be make you a great lover, could make you a terrible or a lousy lover, and terrible sexually, even though you're putting it in, right? Not necessarily. And ladies, what about you? What type of talents do you want? Do you also caress your man 
How are you? You know, foreplay tends to be centered around women. Hell no. It needs to be centered around men too. You know, what about, do you kiss his chest? Do you kiss his neck? Do you lick his nipples? A lot of guys might like that, okay? Again, it's a matter of taste. Do you kiss his legs, his inner arms? All these aspects, do you learn, you know, what you like, what you don't like, and how could you be better at it, okay? Some people are afraid to hear the truth. Again, you know what? It's part of being emotionally maybe immature, maybe insecurity. You pick the term you want that, you know what? Maybe you're not confident enough to hear the truth or grow and what you like and experiment. Yeah, videos you can look at, you know what? Oh yeah, I'd love you to try this. I'd love you to do that. There's nothing wrong with that, but you need to get a, you know, a reality check with say pornos and even, you know, magazines and all this stuff. You know what? The reality aspect, you know, it's for entertainment purposes only, not for educational, sexual education. Where'd you learn? You know, you learn about maybe sex ed. I think in Michigan here, a lot of fifth graders you know, take, you know, they have life skills, right, about sex eds. They learn about, you know, puberty, about, you know, um, they learn about maybe women having their periods and that type of aspect. They learn about that, but they don't learn, you know, maybe they shouldn't. Who knows? You know, about sex, about maybe different pleasures, about different senses, sensations. And, you know, as far as talent basis, you know, I'm not saying they should learn it in school, but a lot of people, you learn it through trial and error, and again, what one person might love, another person might hate or might be uncomfortable for them. So you look at, you know, you're going into, you know, maybe a different relationship or that type of aspect that you look at, you know what, oh, my past partner, whatever, loved this, so she's going to love this or he's going to love this. They might not, but it's about learning and growing together, okay, big time. And this is one thing, and a lot of people are going to be shocked out here. This is one reason I am not a huge advocate of waiting to have sex until you get married, okay, people? I'm not a huge advocate of it. I don't promote it because of sexual incompatibilities. These are the reasons. Yeah, you want to, you know, sort of grow together and evolve together. I'm all about that. But what happens if you're married and, you know what, your partner just doesn't do it for you no matter what? It could be because there's no chemistry. Maybe there was chemistry and you think about that aspect or you think, oh, the chemistry is going to be there. What happens if it's never there? What happens if your partner is very selfish in bed and not willing to grow and, you know, evolve and about you sexually and you're married and it's not going to change, okay? You hope it will, but now five years go by, 10 years go by, 20 years go by. What the hell would you do then, right? Oh, at least I waited till I get married. You know what? Does that do you any good? Mm, just something to think about. And I know a lot of people are going to be pissed that I'm saying this, but I'm trying to help you out and be a realistic and be a mature adult to be able to talk about this. So there's some different, not that you have to agree with me on, you know, on everything. Not at all. You have your own right to your own thoughts, your own beliefs and values. I'm just giving you what my own experiences with couples, you know, Oh my God, thousands of couples I've worked with over the years and maybe my own personal experiences as well into the mix with this. But, you know, a lot of it is, you know, hearing and getting feedback from other people, um, their own experiences. So this is real world stuff, people. It's not just bias and slanted and all this aspect, okay? So um, 
think about this. How are you going to, where'd you learn it from? And is it right? Is it wrong? Or maybe what you think you're good at, maybe you really aren't that good at. Maybe you're afraid to tell your partner as well, okay? So these, uh, maybe give some insight. Be brave enough. Talk about it. You know, learn about it. Be a lot more confident about your sexual education. Not only your sexual education, learn about each other. You know, how many people you look at, you know, a lot of women, you know, it's the guy's job to please you. But what happens if the guy, you know what, like I said, every woman's different. And you've never pleased yourself, lady. So how's he going to learn what you don't know, what you like you type of thing? You know what? How do you learn? Do you learn together? Are you willing to learn that? And the guy should also be more respectful of you and be patient with you and be able to look at those elements to be able to learn together, okay? And don't be ashamed of that. And if the guy is sort of bashing you or critical or shaming you, you know what? Then that tells me you shouldn't be with that dude, okay? And this goes where maybe the guy is not that experienced sexually, but the woman is, and that goes for you. Can you teach him and sort of evolve with him and learn together? And we all know you can be at different ends of the spectrum sexually, and we know it ain't going to work, okay? So it gives you something to think about. I'm going to say good night, people. Everybody have a nice night. Thank you for joining in with the Art of Relationships radio show. Happy hump night, people. As always, peace and love to everybody out there, and I want to give a huge, uh, a special warm wish to all the victims, the victims' family in Manhattan, New York. Today, another tragedy unfortunately here in the U.S., okay? My heart, um, my deepest wishes go out to the ones infected, affected, um, involved, okay? Many wishes, deepest thoughts to you out there. Peace and love to everybody out there. You have a nice evening, and I'll talk to you soon. Again, check out the website, theartofrelationships.com, or I'm sorry, .org, theartofrelationships.org, and also share the video for a chance again to win one of three copies of my book, The Relationship Guide, Tools to Ignite Love and Intimacy. Peace, love, good night, everybody. Take care.